All right, this is going to be one of the most highly downloaded episodes of all time. I can already tell. The number one thing that you guys asked to hear more of on the podcast this year is just straight up systems. Systems for cleaning, systems for your house, systems for your motherhood, systems for your business, which we are all about. And so I'm going to try and pop in here a couple times a month with just like a straight shooter. Here's the system that I use because truly my house and my brain and my way of life is really systemized. And sometimes one of the things that holds me up the most and one of the things that I hear holds women, all women up the most is just trying to figure out what's to feed people and how to stop going through drive through how to stop the constant frustration of what's for dinner and feeling like you can actually put healthy meals on the table for your kids. Obviously, there's a lot of things that are going to go into this, but the number one place that this starts is what's going on inside of your refrigerator. Now, look, you could probably have non-perishable items in your pantry and not really use your fridge all that much. But the the theme of our community is that we want to do our best work in every area of our life. And 99.9% of you that are listening to this podcast, you're on the train of, I would rather my kids eat something that is perishable, right? Something that comes out of the fridge, something that is like living and growing not that long ago and, and then got you know, produced in some small way and ended up in our refrigerator and it could spoil in the next five to seven days, right? Maybe 10 days. That's what I want my kids to be eating. Fruits, vegetables, like lean meats, things that I've prepared for them, I've cooked for them, the leftovers I've made, the food that I've prepped. And those are the kinds of things that you absolutely can do when you have a system for your refrigerator. If it's dirty, that's not going to work. If it's not loaded before the week starts, that's not going to work. If it's not maintained throughout the week, not organized, right? That's not going to work. You're going to end up with either an empty fridge. You're going to end up with things from last week and two weeks ago still stuck in there at some random point, you're going to be like, what's that smell? And you're not going to even want your kids to go in there because you don't know what's safe for them to be eating, right? Or you end up at the grocery store, you buy all the things, you throw them all in there and half of it goes to waste because you have no idea what you're even doing with them, how you're cooking them. None of them are prepped. It's not organized. Your husband can't find anything. Your kids can't find anything. And quite frankly, you even forgot what you bought and you don't even know where to find things. Today's episode is going to solve all of that for you. It's a straight shooter system. I'm super excited to dive in. Grab your pen and paper and let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships banging organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, 
and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Okay, before we dive in, I do want to ask you if you have left a review for the show yet. I'm just going to get straight to the point and tell you that I have really, really been working hard at growing this podcast, so much so that we actually had immense exponential growth last year, and I am really looking for that again this year. Like I've got some really big goals for the growth of this podcast and I need you to be able to help me with that. Obviously, you're going to keep showing up if you're hearing what you want to hear on this podcast. And the only way that I know if you're hearing what you want to hear is if you're leaving reviews for the show. You can just press pause on this episode, go into Apple iTunes, click subscribe and leave a written five-star review. That would make me oh so happy. (laughs) And actually, here's one of my favorite reviews that was left for me in the past couple weeks. This review comes in from Balanced Mama Des, and it says, I stumbled upon this podcast last year when I was in a season of depression and overwhelm for the first time in my life. The overwhelm was a whole other level than I had experienced before, having three kids, one under one, trying to start a therapy business, working from home, and still be an active, present, and playful parent and wife. I was becoming so irritable and mom rage was a real thing. I couldn't keep up with anything and I felt I was feeling at everything. I was so reactive and I wanted to be proactive and organized, but having always been a go with the flow type of person who really didn't ever get super overwhelmed or frustrated with chaos, unlike my husband, I had no idea how to be organized or create systems. I honestly didn't even know that was a thing. Don't. <laughs> Her emojis are super cute right there. Find this Finding this podcast has opened my eyes and helped me organize the chaos and make it more manageable so I have space in my brain and my heart to be a calmer and more engaged parent and spouse again. I'm keeping up with the house chores, working on my business daily, playing with my kids, and trying to make time for me, which has also totally changed my husband's mental health and living in a messy house drove him more crazy than me. My business is starting over in a nudes town and I feel more confident in my abilities to make it happen this year. I'm just getting this system thing started in my home, but I'm excited to see how far the growth and progress will go for myself and my family this year. Thank you, Chelsea Joe. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for caring enough about your family that you searched for a podcast and that you actually did something with the information that you learn. Like, What an incredible gift to me to know that I felt this really strong call on my life to do this thing. I put a podcast out into the world because I felt like there was a need for it. And and you listened and you did the things and you had the results that you wanted and you're blessed by it. Like what an amazing thing. This gives me the enthusiasm to show up behind my mic when hard things are happening in my life, when I'm sick, when we have devastating news going on in our family, when I'm tired, when I'd rather be with my kids, when all the things are hard for me, right? Like when all the things are hard for you, I have hard things happen in my life too. And leaving a review on this podcast lets me know that you care enough about your life to put systems in place 
And you need the uniqueness of how my brain works in order to make you become the person that you truly desire to be. It's a little piece of my puzzle that fits into your big puzzle. And we all need each other. That is why I want you to leave a review. Thank you. Thank you so much to the Balance Mama Des for leaving your review. I appreciate it more than you know. All right. Let's now jump into today's episode. There's going to be three parts to this. We're going to talk about loading your fridge, cleaning your fridge, and maintaining your fridge. And so this basically is my three-part system that I do every single weekend. 98, I'm, it might even be 99% of the time. Like it's, it's most of the time, like it's really honestly just kind of part of what we do at this point and there's no real like getting around it. And I would say probably, I don't know, like 80% of the time, 90% of the time it's done before Monday. Um, but the system is like, it's, it's almost always happening at some point in the week, a hundred percent of the time. Like it's just part of how we live now and due to like Blaine's rotation and depending on if Frankie's here, if I have to work, if I've been out of town, like whatever that looks like, we might not do this actual system on the weekend, maybe Monday morning, maybe Tuesday, maybe I went to Costco and I'm really trying to like weed out everything that's in the fridge before I go shop again. And so maybe I don't make it until Wednesday. And then I do like a hybrid, um, of the system to just get us through to the next Sunday so I can do a hard reset. Like that's kind of how this system works in a nutshell for me. So there's a lot of little nuggets in there. You can pause it, go back and listen and kind of pick up on that. But the gist of, of this, there's like not really a name for it. It's just my, my fridge system, I guess. (laughs) I could have come up with some fancy name, but it's basically just how I keep my fridge organized so that I'm not wasting food, money, or time. And those are the big things that I know we all don't want to waste, but it also allows me, yes, it allows me to save time and money, um, but it also allows me to nourish my body and my children and my husband's body in the way that I want to whenever I actually show up for the system. So here's the first thing that we're, that we're going to look into. I know I said that it's three parts, loading, cleaning, and maintaining, but it's actually, okay, we're going to talk about the loading part because it's kind of like a two-part thing and cleaning goes in the middle of it. So it's like unloading, cleaning, loading, and maintaining. So it's four parts, but it's, it's really not. Okay, sorry, just bear with me here. It's, here's how this breaks down. We're going to go with the, with the Saturday or Sunday, the weekend reload. So whatever day you pick is totally fine. It doesn't matter what day you do this, but for most of us, it needs to happen before Monday morning because that's when kids go back to school. For most of us that have husbands that work nine to five, which is not me, but I'm, I'm kind of on the Monday through Friday train now. I'm, I'm testing this. I work Monday through Friday. I have the weekends off regardless of what Blaine's doing. If he's home, if he's not, whatever his rotation looks like, because it's giving me the consistency that I need. And Blaine's just kind of like this like thing that happens on top of it all. He's there to help me on some days and he's not there to help me on other days. Like it's just a really weird thing for those of you that have husbands that are firefighters or, uh, yeah, basically firefighters, uh, we're now on a 
4896 is so it's two days on and four days off and two days on and four days off and two days on and four days off and it's just it's so it's, we're still getting used to it and so I'm trying out this new system for me to see how it's working and so I'm basically trying to do my fridge system on the weekends okay tangent redirected the first thing that you're going to do, obviously we have our menu board meal planning system and that has to come first. If you haven't listened to that episode, go way back in the archives. I think it's episode number eight. We also have a guide for it in the Facebook group, the free Facebook group. You just go to systemize your life, search it in Facebook, join us there and click on guides might be called units now. Not sure. I don't remember. Um, same thing. And then inside of there, there is a meal planning one. And so it goes through, it has the meal cards linked in there. It has the blog posts linked in there, has the podcast episode linked in there. It's like a whole thing that you could do. And then we'll probably actually add this podcast, um, to the end of it afterwards. Cause this is like the supplements to it. So once you've gotten all that figured out and you know exactly what it is that you're doing, you've set up the meal cards for the week. My very next step that I do, I almost always do these together. Because for the same reason that when I, after I outline a podcast episode, I just go right into recording it because my brain's already there, but you don't have to do them together. Um, but I do. So the very next thing that I do is I know that I'm about to go to the grocery store with the list of food that I need because I just prepped my, my plan. I just created my plan for my meals for that week and my grocery list is ready to go. So what I do is I go into the fridge and I pull everything out that I prepped for that week. Cause likely most of the time I'm only prepping in the first two days over the weekend and Monday, Tuesday. And then I'm like easing off of that. And so we're, we're eating up leftovers towards the end of the week. So come Saturday or Sunday, I'm real weird about leftovers. They, they all come out and we get rid of them. Um, which is why typically on like a Friday night or a Thursday night, or sometimes a Saturday for lunch, we do this like smorgasbord free for all where we're basically, I just set all the leftovers out and everyone eats them. Whatever they can scrap and find they can so that we're not throwing a bunch of leftovers away. That's kind of been our system for making sure that we eat our leftovers and the food that we've prepped. So all of anything that maybe didn't get eaten up on smorgasbord day, uh, potluck day, whatever you want to call it. There's lots of different names for this floating around inside of the Facebook group. We've talked about this so many times and I like can't land on a name that I love. Uh, free for all is kind of what Blaine likes to call it. So then I have all of those stacked next to the sink. Blaine is like dishwasher king. Like he is on it. He hates them. And so it's just like, he just is all basically always standing at the kitchen doing dishes, I feel like. And so if they're sitting there, he knows that they're to be washed, pulls the trash can over, dumps when he needs to, cleans them out, puts them in the dishwasher, or I do it. But, but most of the time, the way that it's flowing for us is I'm doing all of this other work to plan the meals, to go to the grocery store, get the meals, to organize the fridge whenever I come home and to prep the meals. And so what he does to contribute to that is he cleans the dishes that come out of the fridge. So I pull everything out, any fruit that's bad, any of it. And I'm literally making sure while I'm doing that and taking everything out, that's not good. I'm doing an inventory of all of the things that I have. Do we have enough milk? Do we have enough 
of the fruit that we typically get. Did the girls eat a bunch of it? Do we have enough cuties, basically clementines, little snack oranges? How are our apples doing? How is the spinach doing? Do I need to pull the spinach that I didn't get through and put it in the freezer so that we don't waste it? How's our lettuce doing? Do I need to rewrap it? Like that's what I'm looking at. It's like a literal hard reset of the fridge in that moment. It takes me maybe 10 to 15 minutes to do this tops because I've become so systemized at it. I It's just like a quick scan of every shelf, okay? Now that's where I leave that. I don't do anything else with that in that moment. You could, if you felt like it, you're, you're gonna have to see which camp you're on, clean before you go to the grocery store, right? In that very moment or clean after. I choose to clean after. So I'm just ready to get to the grocery store and get back home. That's always like my energy is very much like just get me to the store right now before somebody else needs me. And then I have to look at this coloring page and then I have to help find somebody find the thing that they lost because they didn't put it back where it goes. And oh, mom, I need help. Mom, we're out of toilet. Like I need out of the house right now so that this actually gets done, right? (laughs) Right now, I'm leaving. So I pull everything out. I let Blaine work on that while we're gone. And if he's not home, then I know that I have to do it when I get back. And that's not always my favorite thing because it ends up being just more work, right? And I have the kids and it's a lot of work, but I do it sometimes. But I really do suggest that you try and ask for help with this because it's, you know, it's a good all-encompassing. It's a good three hours of your day of like focused work, getting the kids involved, cleaning everything out, planning all the meals, making sure that you have the money in the in the right accounts, right? Because we have multiple accounts. It's a different system for a different day. Getting to the store, making sure the kids are with you or maybe they're home. Like there's just a lot of things that have to happen. And so I always try and outsource what I can there. So then I go to the grocery store, I do my shopping. That's part one. Okay. That's the unloading part, right? And you can either choose to clean then or when you get back. And so I'm gonna jump into that now. So you get home, everybody comes and helps me unload. Everybody takes everything out. And I love packing my own grocery bags because I pack them in the way that I know that they're going to go into the fridge when I come home. And so basically what happens is I come in and I immediately grab my all-purpose spray that I use. So I have one cleaner that I use for the whole surface of everything, all the things you can, it's, it's 100% chemical free. I get mine from Young Living. It's a concentrate. It's called Thieves, but I also have one from doTERRA that's called On Guard. I love them both. They're great. Uh, actually doTERRA now has a different cleaner that's specifically for home. It's, I think it's called their abode blend and I haven't tried it just because I really do love Thieves so much. Um, and on guard, like I just love that smell. I love everything about it. And so I grab the spray, I grab a rag. And as everyone's unloading the grocery bags, I'm literally wiping down the shelves. There's like four of us in the kitchen at the same time doing this. We typically have music on. I'm, we're doing all the things at the same time. And it is beautiful. It sounds a little bit like it would be a lot, but it's like the best kind of teamwork in the world. We have a small kitchen, we're bumping elbows. We're poking each other. We're playing like we're having so much fun. Fun is an integral part of what we do in our house. We try anyway. It's not always fun around here. (laughs) Uh, We do have a very normal, very normal life where people are irritated with other people and people are sassy with people and attitudes fly and 
tempers flare and, you know, but we try and have fun. And these are one of those moments that I really look forward to because we almost always are having fun with it. And if somebody isn't having fun, they're excused and they can go play by themselves. But if they want to have this time and enjoy this with the family, they're going to have to have fun, right? And so we've got the garage door propped open, everyone's unloading, and I'm cleaning out drawers. I'm just doing a quick kind of rinse. Now, there are some times when you will notice that there's a lot of crumbs. There's something got spilled and more work needs to be done. So you just tell everybody, hey, hold off on putting stuff into the fridge right now. I got to deep clean this a little bit. Can you just put the pantry stuff away? I'll take care of the rest of it. That's basically what my communication looks like. That's how I get my fridge cleaned every single week. Now, I choose to to have some things in place that make this easier for me. I have some cloth drawer liners that I made. So I just stitched up. Actually, my mother made them. We kind of made them together. But I just stitched up these like what look like cloth napkins, basically, uh, and they just go in the bottom of my drawers. And so I just pull them out and I wash them every once in a while. And it makes it so much easier instead of having to take the whole drawer out and do the whole thing, like none of that. Right. So that's, that's kind of like my little hack for keeping my drawers clean. Um, and just making sure that I keep things super simple. So now that's the cleaning section. Here is here, here is the organizing section of this. Okay. So this is the loading part two. So we unloaded and we cleaned and now we're loading it. Right. And this is loading means taking everything that you just bought from the grocery store and you're putting it in your fridge. And the way that you organize this is absolutely going to take you time. It is not something that you can just be like, Oh, that Pinterest pin looks so cool. I'm just going to organize my fridge like this. You have to pay attention to what your family's needs are. It took me a while to figure out what works for my family. I had to move things around each week until I found something that fit. But here's a great starting point. This is me teaching you how to build your own system instead of you just trying to copy mine. This is where it's going to take work on your end. Listen to the podcast, get it inside of your brain and figure out what's going to work for your family, run your ship, figure out what you need. So here's some ideas. The most important thing that you can do is keep like items with like items, okay? So you should not have all the things on every shelf. Like I cannot express this to you enough. Masking tape works really, really well for labeling. And so that's what I did at first because especially in a refrigerator where there's moisture in there, it just peels right off. It never sticks to anything. And quite frankly, it almost doesn't work well enough, but I didn't want something that would stick so much so that I couldn't get it off. So masking tape works so good. And you just write on that segment. I literally put the masking tape on the shelf and you can even put like a masking tape line from on the shelf in the middle of it. So you're actually now taking your shelf and you're putting it in two sections. And so you have the left side is for leftovers. You have the right side is for all your meats, the bottom shelf. This is my lunch tub. I went to the dollar store. They weren't clear. They weren't cute. They weren't acrylic. They weren't beautiful. It didn't matter. It taught me how to build a system that I needed. Then once we got something that made sense, then I went to Costco and I invested in some clear containers that yes, make my fridge look so pretty. 
Yes, they make it easier for people to know what's inside of there, so they're more likely to eat it. They can see through it. You can stack things because you can see inside of them. Yeah, they very much are the way to go, but I don't suggest in just going out and buying those and thinking that that's going to solve the problem. It's not. You have to know how to organize your fridge and what the system is going to be. The containers are not going to do that for you, okay? So... That's what you need to look at. What main categories do I have, right? So we would always have a section of what I like to call sauces, but they're not basically sauces. They're yogurts and sometimes we would have a cream cheese and almost always a couple types of hummus, right? And those would all stay kind of stacked on top of each other in one side every single time. All of our greens, all of them. Brussels sprouts, broccoli, green beans, asparagus, spinach, and lettuce. We have that romaine lettuce. We have that every single week. We buy the same amount. We get them every single time. We eat them with every meal. They go in the exact same spot every single week. We put them down in the in the drawer, okay? And then we have another spot that's for snacks. And we have another spot that's for fruit. And my drawers or my, they're not drawers. They're like the the bins on the door, right? When we open it, every single bin is for a specific type of condiment. They're not all mixed up in there. That's not happening, right? Unless we need to split it in two, then it's very clear that all of the hot sauces are on the right and all of the jams are on the left and we keep it there. And does everyone, no one knows what I'm doing, okay? So here's, that's that part. Here's the second part. No one knows what you're doing. No one ever knew what I was doing. It takes very good leadership and clear communication for everyone in your family to understand that you just worked really hard to organize this. And the way that they're going to help be a part of this family is by making sure that they put things back the in the way that they found it. So how many times did I find the salsa down where all of the other random things are? I probably still do, but it's okay. I just open the fridge and I say, hey guys, whenever you get the salsa out, can you just make sure that you put it back where you found it so that whenever I'm trying to prepare a meal for five people, for four people, for three people, I can easily go in there and grab it. It makes it so much easier for everybody if we all just put things back wherever we find them. And I'm constantly reminding people, hey, whenever you whenever you clean up your lunch, because Frankie's old enough now and Blaine sometimes forgets too, Hey, whenever you get done putting your, your sandwich together, when you're done making lunch, will you just make sure that you put your lunch meat back in the lunch bin? Cause we have a lunch bin and it's, it's just a way of making sure that they are respecting the work that I'm doing and that I am helping them to learn how to be really good housemates, mainly the kids, right? Blaine's pretty good about it, but maybe your husband isn't. Maybe you have a husband that could just care less because he doesn't even realize it. You've never communicated it to him. And you would just rather, in your mind, go behind them, clean up the mess, and then be bitter and be frustrated that they don't do anything X, Y, Z to help you. And so you have to get out of the habit of holding and harboring those thoughts against your husband specifically and your children as they grow. It's your job to communicate, hey, I'm trying this new thing. It's going to make it so much easier to make meals for you. The only thing that I could ask of you is if you could please just name one thing. 
Just name one thing that you need. And that is a huge part of outsourcing, right? So that's what the organization part looks like. And there have been times where I've bought bins that just didn't fit. They didn't work. They were clunky. We tried it. People complained about it. All right, sorry, it's not working. We'll try something different. Like we just recently switched to a major egg container. So we unload eggs out of, we eat so many eggs. We unload the eggs out of the cartons and we put them all in one big, like it's actually a a clear file folder that I got out of the Target bin and it works amazing. It holds like three or four dozen of eggs. And so when I go to Costco, I can just literally load up on four dozen of eggs and then I put them all in there and we have eggs forever. So I'm working on little nuances in there that really work for our family. And I will say that this is, once I really dove into that and I figured out what this was going to look like, um, we've had and kept a maintained fridge for a very long time now. And it's made it so much easier for me. That process of loading everything now, because it's so consistent and it's so systemized, Bailey knows how to put the greens away. The greens are on the bottom shelf. And she knows what the greens are. And it's a space and an opportunity for me to teach her about dark leafy greens and why we need them and where do they go in the fridge. And then at dinner time, hey, Bailey, you want to help mom cook dinner? Great. Can you get the green beans out? Where do we keep the green beans? And so I'm just already teaching her at four what this looks like and how she can be involved. And that just obviously scales with your children as they grow. All right. Here's the last part in maintaining it. I think we just covered that, you guys. Really, we we talked about what I'm doing throughout the week to keep this maintained, but let's talk about what you can do outside of how you're helping everyone else, how you're communicating to them to help you keep it maintained. For you, it really is going to come down to you showing up to the specific time block that you have to cook. Because if you're late to that, you're going to be rushed and you're going to do that thing where you just pick everything up and you just throw it into whatever spot you can find it. So I'm always leaving a little bit of cushion for me whenever I plan to cook or I know I have to prep a meal and put it together to know that I'm cleaning up after myself at the end of it and also while I'm going, right? While I'm doing it, I'm always putting things back. Like every single time I make my smoothie, while it's blending, I'm putting things back. Every single time I prep my girls' lunches, I don't just leave everything out and then, oh shoot, we got to run out the door. Let me just throw it all back in there. I know that I need a certain amount of time and I've mapped that out in my time blocks to know these are the routines that I'm stacking on top of each other inside of this block. And in order for it to be a thing that actually produces for me, right? That's the productivity part of it. For me to be able to produce, I have to show up on time for myself. And so the reward for me is the intrinsic motivator for me to show up to that time block and to show up to that routine stack because I know how good it makes me feel when I just wrapped up a meal and my refrigerator still looks exactly like it did whenever I established it for the week. So that's all I have for you. That is the system in a nutshell. Drop your questions over inside of the Facebook group. As always, it is so much fun hanging out with you from behind the mic. I'm super excited to see how this episode helps you. And until next time, I will catch you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please 
head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.